the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. I have never understood how you entertainers could be on the road and do every other night or one night stand. I don't understand it either. That's how come I ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've had people ask me that question a lot. You know, how could you just stop? Well, to me, it wasn't stopping anything. It was doing something else. And I mean, I like music, but I'm not going to place my whole worth on it. You know how unhappy you would be if you thought that the way you are is not okay? I started out my life like that. I don't want to end it up like that. so remiss in overvaluing entertainers of which I am one no problem and athletes and undervaluing the people among us who have less obvious gifts well, let, me, let me ask you this question about your own legacy both personally uh, as a human being and as a great artist that you are what would you want your legacy to be Just the two of us We can make it if we try Just the two of us Just the two of us Just the two of us Building castles in the sky Just the two of us You and I We're all accidents of birth, you know? We don't get to choose, you know, what we look like. We don't get to choose how gifted we're going to be, how tall, how strong, how... We don't get to choose anything about what we're going to be. One day, somebody says, you are. At some point or another, we have a choice. If we're sane enough by that point, as to how much we're going to apply ourselves. And a lot of that is influenced by the people who nurture us. Two or three years into this, I was in a major mess. When I actually had a record company actually collapse out from under me. Well, the IRS came in and took tapes and sold them. Then when I went to this major, big, mega label, you know, you walk in, you play something, and somebody goes, well, where are the horns? You got to put some horns on it. How long is the intro? First hit record I had was Ain't No Sunshine. No intro, nothing. If nobody throws all their rules at you, you might make a song with no introduction. Instead of singing about romantic love all the time, you make a love song about your grandmother. Or you make a friendship song, a la Lean On Me, searching through your feelings and, and your vulnerabilities and your strengths and your weaknesses. And you already loaded up enough with the burden of just trying to find those feelings. So then here yeah. comes a whole bunch of guys trying to tell you what to do with all their goofy suggestions and stuff. They <laughs> black guys, and then they got what I like to call black spurts. That's the white guys who are supposed to be experts, you know, who have some kind of tap into your black psyche. I had an A&R man once that his big suggestion to me was that I cover Elvis Presley's In the Ghetto. I was livid. And as I started to try to respond to that, that simple kind of emotional, vulnerable kind of thing kind of got splattered around there. Lean on me when you're not strong and I'll be your
Y'all, welcome to the G Podcast. Every week we talk opinion, culture, current events, news, politics, you name it. Episode 27 is a very different episode. I'm, I'm here to tell you. And first of all, singing in the background, I got to introduce her. Coming to the stage. <laughs> is she there? <laughs> Portia G. And we're going to talk to her. Um, and and I'm, I'm really honored to have her on. And, and really, it's a, it's a great week to be on. It's a great week to be on um, because I'm sure she can give us some insight. And, and I'm sure, Portia, the, the information uh, you just heard, which is a tribute uh, to uh, the late, great uh, Bill Withers, who who lived, who, you know, if, if anything, I know, uh, Tanya B., you're in the building. I see Vi, Vi, welcome back, sir. Good to have you back in the building. But, you know, first and foremost, as the song go, he did it his way. he did it his way and and you know i'm just really excited to have um, portia on uh this week and and we're going to talk more um about her career and um her life as part of uh the sweet inspirations and her time with a really one of the one of the classiest guys i know in the business jeffrey osborne um, who I had, a, and I, I've had an opportunity to, to, to spend or, or rub some shoulders with from time to time. Great guy. Just, just, uh, it's an interesting week, y'all, because we're in the midst of, you know, COVID 19. Just, just, um, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's expected, unexpected, but just, um, you know, it is changing life as we know it. So, so, you know, to lose someone like a Bill Withers. Uh, I want to kind of kind of go around, you know, first and foremost, let me, you know, first of all, let me say, hey, Tanya B, you there? I am here. Tanya B, and, and, and I'm, I want to get to our guest as well, but Tanya B, first and foremost, um, we know Bill Withers was 81, lived a tremendous life, again, lived life on his terms, um, and, and I didn't get a chance to see him because, hell, about 1985, he shut it down, didn't he? <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much, we know it. For those of you, I'm a documentary Fiend. I love documentaries. Yeah. And um, there's a documentary.com has an amazing documentary about Bill Woods. And it pretty much goes up to the time when he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. By Stevie Wonder. And you, you, yeah, yeah, right. And you get to see, like you said, how he did it his way. He's like, I'm here. I like doing this, but I was doing something else before, you know, all of this came along, you know, and a lot of artists don't, um, they don't have the wherewithal to even, you know, think that they can do it any other way than to be put into that mold, which mm-hmm. usually ends up being a negative situation, violable so because they think this is how the only way that we're going to make any money. Yeah. Forget and, about what the artist is going to make, mm-hmm. but what the label is going to make off of them. So. Yeah. And, and awesome document. Awesome. And, and one of, and the clips you heard, uh, were from just an amazing movie, uh, an amazing documentary film, Still Bill. If, um, if you have not seen Still Bill, go back, take a look at it. It is an intimate portrait of his life. Uh, I think they filmed it, I think it was back in, uh, 2009. So it's about 11 years old, but he went back to, um, was it Slap? What do they call it? Place Slap Fork, West Virginia. Yeah, Slap Fork, uh, West Virginia, and uh, talks to his his kids, uh, his wife Marcia, and it, it's just you know um, I I remember the the thing that I liked most about Bill, and I posted posted this on social media was his simplicity, and throughout the documentary, he really talks about how you know he worked to really make his songs simple. You know, and not not simple in a way where, you know, uh, it's it's it didn't have meaning because there's a lot of complexity in what he wrote, but he made it so everybody could access it. And and I want to say hello to my brother from another mother who's in the building. Columbus is in the house. Vi, how you doing, man? All right, my brother. All right. So what was the what was the glad first? Glad to be back. Glad you're back. What was the first Bill Withers song you remember growing up? It wouldn't lean on me if the other one. Maybe uh, what was the very first? Um, not lean on me. Uh, uh, ain't no sunshine. Ain't no sunshine was the very first. There you, there you go. And ain't no sunshine. So we're, we're old enough to really have a grasp on ain't no sunshine. And and I want to I want to go to Portia G. Portia G. Thank you so much for being on. 
We appreciate you. Thank taking you the for time, having me. You know, and um, I was telling I was telling your good friend um, uh, who, who who got you on the show, who reached out to me that um, I was going to sing um, before before this occurred. I was going to start the show off with uh, an Elvis song, um, <laughs> The Suspicious Minds. And I was going to see if you were going to sing back up. Would you do that for me? Uh, <laughs> uh, if, if, you, if I must. <laughs> but uh, no, during joking. that time, I wasn't it. really yeah. with yeah. Elvis. Yeah, you know, know, I've yeah. never really sang with Elvis. I just sang with the suite. Yeah, you, you I didn't join until a, 94. Yeah, you joined in 94. But did y'all ever do, like, after, ni- uh, after 94, did they ever do any tributes? with uh, the sweet of course we um they had a big screen show with elvis you know the interaction screen show where we took it all over the world like about five or six times mm, yeah so so let me, yeah it was amazing so let me let me ask you I, I i mentioned the fact that you spent some time with jeffrey osborne how was that experience with jeffrey Oh my God, that was my very first experience. Um, my first professional gig with Jeffrey. He's like my brother. He taught me pretty much everything about recording and touring. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it was, it's a lovely experience with him. Yes. Excellent. He is so super talented. <laughs> you just would not believe just to watch him every day like that. It was, mind-blowing and very humble and hard-working i mean he um absolutely very very guy very humble guy well so let let me ask you uh did you ever have the opportunity to do anything with bill withers or i did not Mm -hmm. i did not i wish i had because i loved him madly yes so how did how did i never worked with him how did his music influence you as an artist let's talk about grandma's hand (laughs) (laughs) like when you hear that, you get chills because he it's like he's thinking about your own grandmother. Yes. Yeah. It's like, wow. So definitely, I mean, every song he ever, that was ever out by him was heard by me that I, that I can remember. So he was an amazing artist. And when you talk about simplicity, it's because everybody can sing it. Yes. Yes. You're right. You're right. It's it's funny because he goes to um what was it, Slab Fork. And one of the guys, if if you watch the um the documentary Still Bill, is sitting on the porch mm-hmm. and he shouts out to him, Hey Bill, sing and he starts singing the song, the the guy on the porch. He said, Hey man, you already did it for me. I ain't gotta do it because he's you're absolutely <laughs> right. You know, that was one of the things growing up. Um we sang like lean on me in high school, um, you know all the songs that that he came out with. Even you know like Grandma's Hands, it was it was they were very simple, to, you know songs that you could sing along with. And and the other thing yeah. that I really liked, um, it was interesting uh, that he talks about the fact that he wrote those songs while he's working while he was working on an airliner because he create he, he basically was building toilets um, before he hit it big. Uh, to go in, I think seven forty sevens, and um, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, he was writing those songs and and really singing the songs um, at the uh, at the plant as as he was, uh, you know, basically, you know, working, you know, his nine to five, and um, you know, just amazing, just an amazing artist. And and let me ask you, as you heard the words that he's talking about, and I know you're you've got a new single. We're going to talk about it a little bit later on. Um, but as, mm-hmm. as you, um, you know, you, you've been in the business for a while. Uh, you know, again, I mentioned Jeffrey Osborne, Shaka Khan. Um, you've done some stuff with, um, I, I know Quincy Jones. So what were some of the other artists you've worked with? Um, Bobby Brown, Natalie Cole, Stevie Wonder. Um, I'm trying to think of them off the top of my head. Well, over a, over a hundred albums. <laughs> so it's yeah, like, yeah. You could go on and on. God, God, God worked that out for me. Yes, He did. Awesome. So when you listen, you hear the words about uh, creativity and labels. Um, did you ever uh, have to deal with any of that in terms of people, you know, telling or you know, your artists were pretty strong <laughs> artists, but did you ever have to, you know, endure? folks telling you how to how to direct your creativity 
Did you ever have you had to deal with that? No, not really, because the the, la- the record labels labels that approached me, the offer they were trying to give me and how they were going to do things did not appeal to me. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't even take it any further. I did what I call flop, flew under the radar, and kept it moving. Right. Well, you know, tell tell us, you know, if anything, Tanya B's in the building, Vi's in the building. Uh, we definitely appreciate you being in the building with us. Um, you got your new single here. It's just been a wild week as an artist. Um, I, one of the things I ask a lot of artists who are coming on the show these days, you know, with, with, um, Corona, COVID-19, how's it impacting what you do as an artist right now? It is kind of impacting it because even though I'm, well, I'm glad about one part of it because I wasn't really very visible I would say on social media but now it's starting to amp up I was always like just doing gigs you know here in Florida and maybe still doing gigs with the suites so that part has been shut down but it gives you another way to get in you know by by appealing to the social media so your social media, you got any live gigs coming up where you um, you going to do anything online? Not that I know of. So, so if I, you if, never know. It changes from day to day. <laughs> so, so, so there's a chance for me to set up my gig and and for us to. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm messing with you. Well, you. Just, <laughs> I'm messing with you. Too. I'm just messing with you, Portia. Uh, Tanya B, you in the building? Of course, of course, of course, of course. You got of any, course. you got any questions for our guest? I'm I'm glad I that she's do. Here. I yep. do, and you know, I, I always look at. I guess I'm a little bit different in the way that I came up in the business. And yes, I would pay attention to the artist, but I also pay attention to the band and the supporting or background vocalist. And one of my favorite documentaries is the Grammy Award winning uh, 20 Feet from Stardom. Mm. And which focuses on all these great background singers. And I mean, I thought I kind of knew people, but you really get to know you know, how really how important to me, the background vocalist to me is almost like the drummer or the bass player. They really keep things together and moving. And you see a lot of artists may forget their lyrics. They may fall out and pass out on stage. But the, you know, the background, the bottom to me keeps it going. So what I wanted to ask Miss Portia is, um, you know, uh, uh, have you seen the film and just how does that relate to what your experience has been is kind of like being the backbone of a lot of uh, great records and a lot of these background singers sometimes even ended up singing lead vocals and never got credit or fairly compensated. You know, we, we all know the story of Darlene Love, but there I'm sure are millions, thousands of other Darlene Loves out there. So I just want to know what her perspective was or what your perspective is. I'm sorry, ma'am. You know, of you I know, thought it was I thought it was a great documentary. I thought they could have given um, at least one of the sweet inspir- the original girls, the sweet inspirations, something to say, but they didn't. But other than that, it was a great documentary. But now what? Now here's your here's your platform. Please say it, say it, say it. <laughs> because you know, I think again, people don't realize, you know, how I mean, imagine, you know, uh songs, even the Motown songs, that group the Andantes who were the backbone of Motown background vocals who never really got their due, never had a career like some of the other female Motown acts that they backed up. And um, yeah. you know, you know, again, you, you know, you give up, I think even more so with being a background vocalist, you have to give up a lot as well because you're not at home. You know, you may, you may have a family just like the artist, but the artist can afford to take their family on the road with them. But, you know, exactly. as a, you know, a supporting vocalist, you may not have that luxury because you wouldn't have any money left to feed your family if you had them on the road with you. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. But, you know, there's a way to work it out. Jeffrey was very generous in that in that way. If I wanted my family there, he would have them there. So it was it was really cool working with him. Um, other artists, uh, you know, you just have to do what's in your criteria to do. You, if, if you have to be there, like with the Black Crows, I worked with the Black Crows for nine months. Wow. And um, they just wanted me up every morning flying out and going to the next gig. And that was it. Wow. 
And, and, and you so, know, the Black Crows had to be an that had to be an experience. Those those guys. It was a great experience. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The only the only downside of that was that it happened. You know, we were on the road during nine eleven, mm-hmm. so it, it was my myself and uh, Mona Lisa Young. You know, it was kind of scary having to get on a plane mm-hmm. and and get to the next gig, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. So we had a few experiences there, but we made it through. We made it through. You know, what's so a, you, well, go ahead. Go ahead, Tanya. Go ahead. I said, do you find that, you know, like you said, you talk about the Black Crows and Jeffrey Osborne, two very different genres. And, you know, just like the pop world and the R&B world are like night and day. Um, I guess what were, and I find that, you know, artists like the Black Crows, just like people across the pond, they have more of an appreciation for you know, our music than, you know, than people do stateside. You know, what were, I guess, some of the things I guess you took away from, you know, in the experience of working with, you know, a non-urban artist and just yeah. how their worlds function so much differently. Yeah, it was great because really, uh, Chris Robinson, somewhere in there, he got a lot of soul. So mm-hmm. it was fun singing behind him, you know, so they made it very comfortable, even though it was kind of scary, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. just because of the, of the times and yeah. things that were happening, no one knew what was going to happen from day to day. But, when we went overseas after that, it was it was amazing, and yes, the UK does love them some soul music. Yes, they do. And, and by the way, I do want to mention. Uh, I know a lot of our folks. Well, you know, I, I, they might know, but suddenly, salvation was the jam. Was the, did, did, mm, did you yes. sing, did you sing background on that with them? I did. I did sing that I, I, on the tour. I wasn't on the album. On the the only album I did with them was um, the Lions album, mm-hmm. and we did soul singing. Atlanta, Georgia, Georgia's own <laughs> boys. Yeah, they were yeah. kind of they were kind of nutty. I know they used to get they got the brothers got into some fights later on, but um. oh my god, <laughs> it was amazing between them and when we got to the UK, we toured with Oasis. Yeah. So it was called the oh, Brotherly damn. Love Tour. That they was fighting every day. They are Liam and um, is, oh. um the bro- is it Chris? No, Liam and. His brother, the Gallagher's, yeah. they were. Like, yes. I came to know them more for their notorious knockdown, drag out, <laughs> like Bobby Brown new edition fights. Before yeah. I knew the yes. music, they were known for uh, their their fights. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and after they did that, they got on that stage and tore it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. I don't like you, but let's go get this bag right quick. Okay? Yeah. Yes, right. So, so let me ask you, let let me ask you, what was the craziest um, situation you've been in as a background singer? Like crazy, like, I mean, you know, just wow, kind of memorable. Okay. Like crazy good or crazy. I'll never do that again. Well, let's let's start with I'll never do that again. (laughs) Don't leave it all on me. Oh my God. Come on. Spill, okay. Spill um, the tea. Spill the tea. I guess the, one of the most amazing things for me was um, Herbie Hancock had hired me to sing at um, at, at the 2020 Summit one year, mm-hmm. and it was at the mm-hmm. Waldorf Astoria yeah. where they held the summit, and I met Bishop Tutu and all of Malcolm X's daughters. And then when I performed with Herbie, I was singing a song that Shaka had recorded, but she couldn't do the gig. Mm -hmm. And then here comes Quincy Jones and he introduces me. So I think that was like, oh my God. That is amazing. Now give us the other, the other direction now. (laughs) Cause I want to spill the tea. I I think the other one was when I see, when I was on tour with the Crows and Liam and his brother was fighting on one end of of the um, room, and Chris and and his brother was fighting on the other end. Wow. I just couldn't understand. Like this is called the brotherly love tour. Hmm. So why are they out here fighting like that? So me and the other background singer wanted to send them a message, right? Yeah. So we go back into our dressing room, and we, Mona, me and Mona Lisa, and we stage a fight. 
just to see if they were going to come in uh. and, and see what was going on. We throw in chairs, calling names. Everybody shows up at the door, and then we go, this is what has to stop. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. This is how y'all be looking to us. Yeah. So if you was worried about us fighting, think don't think that we weren't worried about you fighting. So just stop it and let's put the love back in this tour yeah. and go ahead and do what we got to do and get this bad. Yeah, because it destroyed a good thing. It definitely destroyed a good thing, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, and, uh, along with yeah, along with they, some they, other bad. They habits, all broke yeah. up for about five years after that. Yeah, yeah. But they're back out there now. They're back out there. Praise God. Good, good. Let me let me ask you one more question, and then we're gonna play the new single. But um, you know, uh, another person who I thought was a fantastic background singer and was featured was Lisa Fisher, and uh, I don't know if you've you've ever worked with Lisa, but you know, Lisa did a lot of the stones, like the, the Rolling Stones. Tour. Yes, she did. Um, yes, she did. So do, do y'all ever compare notes about, you know, about the background? Uh, me, me and Lisa are pretty good friends. Yes. Yeah. I love her to death. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She's an amazing woman. That is amazing. She, ooh, that range. Oh my oh, goodness. Yeah. Mm. Big time. Big time. Well, speaking of range, here's what we're going to do. Um, let's, uh, let's go ahead and play your new single and, uh, it's, you'll never know. And I know you got a video to it as well, but, but we, we're going to go ahead and play this and we'll come right back after this. Okay. On cool tone records. Yes. Right. Go ahead and do an intro for us. Go ahead now. And we, we'll go ahead and kick it. Well, this is for all the lovely people out there in radio land. <laughs> Portia G is in the house and she's about to break out with this new single, You'll Never Know. Step in, be the rough of me. 
Behind every strong man a woman shall be, yes. We left that garden of Eden together. This life would be better. Do it together. Face life with me. Portia G, Portia Faces oh, Life. thank you so You'll much. You'll never know. That's the first time I got to hear my song on the radio. <laughs> there you go. Y'all give it up for her. Give it up for Portia G. And shout out to shout out to Pittsburgh, PA. Nazarene, is it Nazarene yes. Baptist Church? <laughs> yes. Shout out to Nazarene. And I'm going to go ahead. We're going to give you the applause, too. We're going to give you the, the G Podcast thank applause. Thank you so much. Uh, there it's you a go. pleasure to be on the Q podcast. There you go. There you go. But but you know, before, tell us tell us about the project. Um, you know, and and I know you've got uh, a special producer who's done stuff with yes, Makoto Horauchi from the San Francisco area. He, him, and I. I did a song on on one of his albums about thirty five years ago. Wow! And he reached out to me and asked me to write a song, write some songs with him for his artist on the label Pool Tone, which is Sybil Thomas. Sybil Thomas is um, Lucas Thomas's daughter. Wow. So okay. I was like overjoyed. I was like, yes, I'll write some songs. So he came here to um, Merritt Island, Florida, where I live now, and we wrote four songs. And she loved three of them and put them on her album. So then he calls me back to San Francisco, and I'm thinking I'm writing for her, you know, writing some more stuff for her. But he says, no, we need to do an album for you. Wow. So I said, okay, let's go. Wow. And it started from there. And you, um, and I'm just overjoyed how it went. It took four years and all the songs are real experiences that I went through. So it, it, it's me facing life. Portia facing life. And I, I know I saw um, I saw you guys. I saw your video. Where'd you shoot the video? Did you shoot it in San Francisco or in Florida? In San Francisco. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Okay. At the Palace of Fine Arts, and then at the beach where you could see the uh, the bridge, but you know the Golden State Bridge behind us. Awesome, awesome. He picked he picked some really great locations, and we have three more. Two more singles to come out with videos there in San Francisco as well. Excellent. So the first single, of course, is You'll Never Know. What's coming up next? The next one will be Show Me The Way, which is featuring um, a rapper called Wu. Um, he is Philip Wu's son. Philip Wu played with Maze and wow. everybody else on the planet. And I'm real excited about that because... You know, me and Philip go back because he played with Jeffrey for years. Hmm. So I'm real excited about that. That's amazing. You got people then, like what, Philip Wu and and uh, you mentioned Rufus Thomas, Dax Days, yes. your daughter. You got some. Yes. You got some legendary clout <laughs> building that. Album oh well, for thank you. you. I, I was just blessed to be in the in the right place at the right time. So God is working it out, and I'm just yeah. walking in space. Good stuff. Shout out to Cool Tone. Shout out to Cool Tone. Yes. Well, we are, uh, and, and we have a new A and R media representative now, who is Jay Ross. 
Oh, what's his? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is he on the line? I think he. I, I hear him chatting in the background. <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, he's he's an amazing guy. He's doing some great stuff, and I appreciate him. Reaching yes, out. he is doing some amazing stuff. Doing some. Well, you know, Portia, we really appreciate it again. Um, you know, the the album, you know, um, is 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 great. Uh, the single is phenomenal. We'll keep talking it up for you. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we're just always glad to have folks who have such an amazing legacy. Uh, when you go out and, uh, you know, do your sweet inspiration stuff. And I know shout out to Mr. Shout out to the girls in the sweet inspirations, Estelle Brown and Mm -hmm. Kelly Jones. Yeah, Miss Estelle is the original, one of the originals. Is that correct? Yes, she is. She is the original queen. Yes, she is. Yep. Cynthia is still alive, but she's not doing any live performances right now. Yep, had Doris Troy and, of course, Dee Dee Warwick uh, were a part of the group. So, hey, well. Uh, yeah. yeah, in the early days, early but days. the original four girls were, were Myrna Smith, Sis, uh, Sissy Houston, Sylvia Shimwell, and Estelle Brown. Excellent. Okay. Well, again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, Tanya B, you got any closing? Oh, I love it. Thank you. And nice hollering at you, Tanya B. Same with you, Portia G. You got anything fine? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Miss Portia. Miss Portia, thank you so much, and, and we hope to have you on again soon, okay? I hope so, too. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. We'll see you. All right, baby. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Tanya B. Yes? What you been up to? <laughs> uh, well, I didn't do dinner oh, today, no. but before, wait, before yeah. the podcast, uh, I did do some, what's it, white chocolate, dark chocolate. Wait a minute. Hang on. Walnut, hang on. Hang, hang on. Go ahead. Hit it. Hit it. Oh, I thought you going to hit. Oh, there you go. go <laughs> give me my theme song, please. <laughs> oh. Go ahead, Vi. Shake your head, man. <laughs> well, then don't get mad if I tell you that on Friday night, I made pasta with mussels, yeah. shrimp, and clams, like a scampi base sauce. It was delicious. Oh, my God. There we go. Mm. Mm. Been what I had. <laughs> What'd you have? Well, wait, wait for it. On Monday, I made uh, yeah. blueberry bread pudding. Wow. Mm. Blueberry bread pudding. Mm. Blueberry, yes, yes. Mm. with yeah. uh, brandy butter sauce. I have time now, so yeah. <laughs> this is a good time yeah. to experiment with recipes and you know share them with my neighbors, you know, safely and doing the distance thing, good. and just making sure that you know they have uh, you know some treats and and some toilet paper. And last Friday <laughs> I did uh, <laughs> pecan chocolate chip cookies, delivered them oh. warm straight from the oven. Wow. So, yes. come on. Come to my neighborhood sometime. <laughs> wow, you got Vi's attention now. <laughs> He's talking I know food. you look it up now. <laughs> I'll be there. I need cookies. <laughs> yeah, I know that's right. I, hey man, what, I but, need but, cookies. But, I need uh, cake. Cake. Welcome back, Vi. Welcome back, man. It's good to have Glad you back. Glad to be bro. back, bro. It's, Glad to be back. It's good to have you back. And um so Tanya B, um, you got any tea for us this week? Yeah, I do. And, and I don't, you know, I don't have a lot because, of course, uh, you know, I just don't want to bring down the room. But yeah. we do have um, the the hip hop Corona criminal uh, police blotter, if you're ready for that. Oh, Lord. Let me take a breath. <laughs> OK, I know I am. Go ahead. I'm intrigued. <laughs> OK. You know, I still, you know, through it all, you know, we, we have to laugh. We got to find humor. And sometimes it comes yeah. from the strangest places like uh, maybe from a uh, rapper. I would always want to call him Cardi B, but his name is Playboy Cardi. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Playboy Cardi. Mm-mm. Playboy Cardi decided he was going to go out on Thursday night before the lockdown and he got pulled over because his Lamborghini had expired tags, but then the cops went into the car and did oh, a search. Lord. And what did they find? What they found? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> How about 12 bags of weed? Damn. I knew it. 12 bags. What I you doing with 12 guns? bags? How big were the bags? Guns. How big were the bags? It doesn't matter. It's twelve bags of weed. Twelve bags of weed. <laughs> twelve bags for the head up. Yeah. But wait, but wait, there's more. And guns. Go ahead. Three guns, Xanax, codeine, and oxycodone. <sighs> Damn. Oh, so did he spend the night in jail? <laughs> uh Clayton County. <laughs> oh Lord. Not Clayco. <laughs> he spent the night in Clayton County jail, and luckily his attorney was able to bond him out before 
the state of Georgia went on lockdown at 6 p.m. on Friday. Otherwise, he would have been in jail until who knows when. Damn. So what was they need to be? So distribution. Less than smart. So so it's going to be distribution, right? Or or at least with intent. Yeah. Because why would you have all? It's not like I mean, three guns. Damn. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, he earned it. We'll call him by his government name, Jordan Carter. So pray for for Miss Carter's son because he's gonna need he's gonna need Jesus. Y'all just don't know. Y'all just don't know. Y'all can't be doing that stuff in Georgia, man. Because they don't understand. Didn't he learn from uh, what's his future son? Whom they maybe they might be uh, roommates or cellmates before it's all said and done. Play ultimately. Hmm. What else you got? Okay, I just say, you know, I talk Jesus. Hey, on the main line, do Jesus miracles still happen? You know, uh, our favorite somewhere over the rainbow hair colored rapper, hmm. that would be Takashi 6ix9ine. He was ready early out of jail he because was of Corona concerns. Now, wait, he's going to have to find somebody to take out his trash because he's on a highly restricted home confinement. He cannot go to the grocery store. Wow. Hmm. Uh, without his parole officer's permission, uh, he has to wear, of course, the ankle monitor. And here's the crazy thing. He can't do that, but he can put out new music, which he has already done, and he can be on social media, and he has been on social media just serving up his ass for everybody to kiss, just acting up. Is he fool. still is he still doing that? No, ain't no ain't nothing humble? <laughs> Yet? Mental illness he be he needs, mental illness is real, y'all. Mental illness is real. <laughs> because he's you know real. he's got Don't ha- blame it on his asthma either. I would imagine he's got security because of the folks he he kind of snitched on too, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Damn. He's not. They won't give him witness protection. Of course, he won't go into witness protection, but they uh, didn't offer it, so he will have a target on his back for the rest of his life. Wow, interesting. Hmm. Moving on. Then he tried to he tried to say he was not the baby father, but uh, yeah. the baby mama had his father tested, and guess what? Mm. He is the father. Mm. Okay. Mm. I know uh, this rapper. I'm not familiar with me. I'm feeling like a real AARP member now because I couldn't tell you one song that YNW Melly has put out, but Melly got the Rona. Cardi B said she went to the hospital. Cardi B says she does not have the Rona. Coronavirus. She doesn't have it. Good for her. Uh, but, you know, it's really weird how just, you know, we lost a lot of people. You talked about Bill Withers, mm-hmm. um, everybody of a certain age who was around during the early 80s. Uh, did the bounce rock skate roll? Von mm. Mason passed away um, earlier this week, and then he also reinvented himself because it was a big club banger back in like '88 called "Break for Love." Yes, that, "Break for Love." That was actually him and a vocalist named Kevin Thompson. So he was still in doing some things, but he passed away as well. And I'm sure we all know about Ellis Marcellus, the father of uh, Branford and Winton Marcellus. Um, and then in terms of getting the, the, the virus, um, singer Christopher Cross and everybody knows about sailing and we all know Arthur's theme. If you get caught between the moon and New York City. Oh yeah. Big time. Tested virus, tested positive for Corona. He said it's the worst thing that has ever happened to him. Um, pop rock singer Pink has come forward saying that she had Corona. She and her family are now out of quarantine because she has recently tested negative. Wow. So, I mean, this is real. This is real. This is real. And of course, we lost, um, Bill Withers, but there is some free stuff coming up that's redeeming it. I know everybody's tired of watching. I know I am Netflix and this one and that one, but. Next weekend, get ready for the return of HBO's Insecure with Issa Rae in them. And also next weekend, finally, and I can't wait for this. What's that? Do Jesus. Um, the Clark <laughs> Sister story on Lifetime. Oh, okay. Good stuff. Okay. You know, okay. That's executive produced by uh, Missy Elliott and uh, Mary J. Blige. So this this is going to be the real deal. Hey, let me let me ask you, since you're talking about TV, have you watched uh, the Kerry Washington Reese Witherspoon, uh, you Hulu. talked about that last week. I have not. Man, every fires, little, fires, little fires everywhere. Little fire there. Er, no, it's Irwin. 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 Oh Irwin. man, yeah. you got to watch it. I'm just telling you, it's just, it's just getting unhinged. I mean, it, it, it's just intensifying every week. Um, just shout out to Carrie because she's just turning into like. I, I mean, I don't want to use Real Housewives. But it kind of has that vibes because it has that vibe, not of the show, but because it's set in the 90s. 
So, you know, but it, it's it's getting pretty intense. But if you if you do have Hulu, check it out. Check it out. It's worth it. But I'll tell you one thing. One thing I do have is TV do. one. And if you don't do anything else tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern time, do not call me. I will not be taking calls. <laughs> I will be checking out Betty Wright on Unsung. Good stuff. Good stuff. Any any inside track on what she might be talking about? Um, she's going to talk about it. You know, of course, people don't know they, you know, again, a voice you hear, like we talked about Miss Portia G, yeah. a voice you hear you don't know about, but when you see how, you know, Little Wayne and DJ Khaled and a whole bunch of people that you wouldn't expect, hmm. uh, pay all my, she is that go-to woman. And I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I seen and what I know because I was there. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's put a lot of people on and uh, even Angie Stone in the, uh, you know, the promos for the show, she's saying it Betty helped her to become more aware of who she is. Good stuff. Yeah, she's uh and, she's kind of the I don't want to say the grandmother, but she's like the auntie, I guess. No, she's anything, the, they call her the mom. Yeah, the she mom is of the, industry. The, the queen mom. And that is the matriarch of Miami. Mm, good don't stuff. N- not anything. Don't nothing go down on the music tip in Miami unless Betty Wright knows, blesses, approves or is involved in it. I'm trying to tell you. Good. I'm trying to tell. Don't say I didn't tell you. Good, good. Check it out tonight. And, you know, she has a, and I'm sure it's yeah, going to be a daughter. Um, yeah. Her daughter, Aisha, mm-hmm. is in a group called um, Daughters of Legacy. It's Betty Wright's daughter, Aisha. Keisha Jackson, who's Millie Jackson's daughter. Millie! Um, <laughs> Millie. In a Millie. But Keisha Jackson ain't no joke, though. Yeah. Um, and uh, the daughter of Isaac Hayes and one of James Brown's daughters. And they tour as Daughters of Legacy. And, and they're, they're, they're really dope. Really though, yeah. um, and, hey, and can, I, know, can I stop for a minute? Can I stop for a minute? Pardon? Can I stop for a minute? Stop, stop for a minute. And give her say, a round of applause first of all. For, go ahead. Yeah, I'll give her a round of applause. But I got to say this, y'all. Millie Jackson was. I will no, never no. forget. And I'm Millie a kid Jackson. growing Millie up. Kim again, Millie Jackson. She got nothing the on Millie Jackson. Sitting on the toilet. Sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Get it out your system. <laughs> Get it out your system. Let's let's give it up for Millie Jackson, y'all. <laughs> Millie and Betty, they toured together for quite a while as well. I ain't gonna lie to you, y'all. When you say, I know a lot of y'all. I know this. I mean, some of y'all may not relate, but back in the day. Whew, Millie Jackson. Exactly. It's like <laughs> Millie Jackson was Saturday night and Damn. Betty Wright was Sunday morning. Yes, it was just night and day. Wow. But they're best of friends. I can yeah. say they are I best can imagine. of friends. I can imagine. But back in the day, Millie Jackson. Woo! Baby, baby. Turned it out. <laughs> yes, she did. She's still doing it. The way she turned it, she's she still, still turning, turning it. it. And she's still, how old is she? She is, Millie's almost 70, but baby, she can still get almost down. Almost 70. But but she still looks good, oh, too. Her and she she still still tell you how to be an all-the-way lover. Still, <laughs> Trust oh and believe. You could go, even now, even now, if you go to iTunes, Spotify. All right, y'all. If, if you, if, you know, if you're young, if you're young and you don't never heard of Millie Jackson, it's just like when I was telling people about, uh, Rudy Ray Moore. Uh, but go Ooh. back and pull up. I mean, you know, Millie had a great voice. She had a phenomenal voice, but man, she spoke her mind. And, and yes, she did. <laughs> yes, she did. I can say she was little Kim before there was little Kim. Yes. Before me, if you even watch Millie Jackson unsung, you see people like little Kim and the brat, yeah. and they still they bow down to Millie. Millie, you know, that's a name. Uh, she, <laughs> that's I, a, bow down, I bow down to Millie, Miss Jackson. <laughs> Miss Jackson, nasty. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> if you think you can, I just had to stop for a moment. I just had to stop for a moment. That's all. Uh, all it's, right. okay. it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. And you know, you, you know, I always tell people follow me on IG. I am T Bird T B Y R D Atlanta on Instagram and T Bird ATL on Twitter. And I've been posting a lot of information uh, to help independent artists who have lost gigs and you know just lost work period because of the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. Two things I just want to share with people really quickly: um, if you're an artist, you can be an artist, a producer, an engineer. You can be on the road crew. Uh, there's a website for the Artist Rights Alliance that is helping out all independent creators and contractors. And then there's another organization called SweetRelief.org. And they are also helping out as a contractors, anybody who, if you can prove that you lost a gig because of the pandemic, you will get compensated. 
And, uh, you know, a lot of people are doing these online things. A lot of people are doing them, you know, free of charge. But just know that when the bulk of the artists that do online and virtual concerts are asking for you to pay, whether it's 99 cents, a dollar like Erica Badu did, or $5, just know that the bulk of that money is not going into their pocket. It's going to organizations like the Artist Rights Alliance and like Sweet Relief to help compensate you know, those other artists who, you know, don't have you know, other streams of income, like, you know, writer's credits and things along that line, like people like Betty Wright and William Part of the Delphonics and people like that have, they're going to get residual income because their records are played on their radio every day. Mm-hmm. But for these newer artists and independent artists, this is their way of giving back to them. So don't say, oh, I, they, they want me to pay for that. I can go get that for free. Pay it forward, people. We're, we're about being kind and considerate, so pay it forward. It's not to go in their pocket. It's to help those other artists. And, you know, each one, teach one, reach one. They are. That's how they. a lot of these uh, legendary artists, classic artists, established artists are giving back. Yes, they'll give you something free, but mm-hmm. also, you know, it's not, you know, like it's to help out. So just keep that in mind, people. But you know what, uh, Tanya, they're also p- paying their band members because, you know, they may be receiving, you know, uh, income, you know, because of publishing and some other deals they may have with their labels. But a lot of those band members aren't, you know, so well, let me see it, this. Pay their then I, can I say five yeah, on ahead. it, five on it and five on it again to yeah. Nile Rogers? Oh. You know, he's got a body of work from Diana Ross and Sheik and Sister Sledge and, oh, you know, crazy. with Pharrell and Get Lucky. Crazy. He may be. Before this pandemic even hit, his commitment to his people, the videographers, you know, the the management, you know, the tech crew, again, the backup singers and the guy, people in the band, um, that he would he would make sure that 75 percent of their annual income came from working with him. He does it because he likes it. He doesn't have to work at all. Yeah. But again, they were supposed to be out until the end of this year as the opening act. Uh, for share and the uh, for right share. about to play Utah. No, let me stop. Go the ahead. tour was shut down, but he is still paying his people. Wow. All of them. I'm not going to stop down for share. Don't worry. That's all right. Millie Jackson. What you say? I was going to stop it for share for, but I, for Millie Jackson, I would stop. <laughs> for share. Well, again, I just say five for a moment, him, but keep it. But, you know, for making yeah. sure his people still eat, he's got you know some employees. You got people that yeah. you know have children, and yeah. you know you still have responsibilities. Yeah. And if you not taking a gig to go work with somebody like him or whomever else there is out there, yeah, you know that that's what it is. So again, a five honor to those people like Nile, and you know even Janet was going to tour. Mm-hmm. Beyonce was going back to Vegas. They are all still paying their people. Yeah. You know, just a couple of things, and I'll put these links on the um, on the website. Um, Consumer Finance has um, the, the um, department in, in the government um, has some information on protecting yourself financially um, with the impact of Corona. And, and I'll make sure I have that on. Plus, small businesses, uh, even though right now the SBA is a mess. Even they announce, you know, when, whenever the government Ooh. announces shit that they're going to launch, you know, Vi, <laughs> they never, I mean, it, it, the way the, the technical side is always messed up, but Ooh. keep trying. Um, but I'll make sure the link for small business guidance on the COVID loans, the Corona loans that they're offering for a lot of freelancers and things like that. I'll make sure I have that on the website on our podcast page. Uh, Google has a really good resource page. Uh, I'll make sure we have that. Plus, y'all, y'all, H&R Block has set up a stimulus check calculator. <laughs> you know, so, hey. you know, so you could go on and figure out how much check you're going to get. I know y'all already did it in your head. You know, leave it alone. Leave that check alone. I don't alone. need it to come what June. But you know what? One thing I will say: you talked about you know yeah. like the paycheck protection yeah. program and these different loans. There are some loans out there actually, uh, and of course they all have you know these rules and regulations yeah. for people to you know to apply. Mm-hmm. But there are some of them that actually um, are more like grants, yeah, and you don't are. have to pay them back. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, grant money is definitely a lot more lenient than loan money. So if you can get a grant, get a grant. Big time. Good stuff. All right, so um, Tanya B., 
uh, as always, you're uh, a treasure and a wealth of knowledge. Appreciate it. Um, any information you have, uh, send it to me. I'll make sure I have it on the podcast page. Vi, you got anything for us, man? You got anything? Let me back, brother. <laughs> Short and sweet. Say that again. Say that again for the people. Say that again. <laughs> I'm gonna make that a meme. Go ahead. Billy <laughs> Jackson. Maybe, maybe find me some Billy. Maybe go. Maybe go. Maybe go. Maybe me listen to Billy tonight. You know. Guess Billy. what? Guess what? He, no, he tonight, tonight, he tonight didn't, Betty. He didn't he perk up. Billy after midnight. Notice, <laughs> notice. He didn't perk up until I said Billy. When I said Billy Jackson, you see his eyes like Billy Jackson. New Jesus. Yes, I did. Billy <laughs> <laughs> Jackson. Damn. He was all he was all laid back, about to pass out. Then then I said Millie Jackson and and that was all she wrote. I am looking he up right healed. now. I was the, healed. The Millie Jackson. Spirit of Millie. I am healed. <laughs> I'm healed. <laughs> but really, <laughs> seriously, man. Um, you know, I'm gonna try to get can we get Millie Jackson on the podcast? <laughs> I think we can. I'll say it was a disclaimer. So I'm, just like, I'm telling you now. We'll tell you what, from Tom, yeah. from Thompson, Georgia, y'all. From Thompson, Georgia, the one and only. Rating. I don't care. I mean, you know, we we all we wide open. <laughs> get to, get, hey, hang on, hang on. Here we go. Hang on. Here's some. Let me let me see if I can get. Here we go. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Here we go. Just a little bit for y'all. Think of my tambourine. Oh. Just a little bit. Don't shut me off, SoundCloud. First Come on. You take my heart in the palm uh, of your hands. Sing it, Miller. Sing it, girl. One more time. Then you take my mind and play with it all night. Oh, one more time. You take my pride and you throw it up against the wall. Say what? Say what? You take me in your arms, baby. Sing it, Millie. Like now she break it out, Millie. Uh. I'm not complaining. What? What you doing? I know you ain't. You see? Uh. I know you ain't. Cause this pain feeling is so good. Everybody, me. come on. That's so good. Cool. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> I, I don't healed. think they understand. Y'all don't understand. <laughs> Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't, y'all don't understand. It kind of hurt me. <laughs> no, she would hurt you. That just changed the whole direction of the park. And we're going to do a tribute to Millie Jackson. One, just, just for the heck of it. How about that, Tanya B? Tanya B, if you can get Millie Jackson on the podcast. I know grown men. Would, why, would you, why would you show up? <laughs> If I, I would run for Millie. Nope. <laughs> <Don't like that. laughs> what? Did you say you would she run was, from what? her or run to her? That's right. Run from us. She broadcast me. <laughs> Dude. Come on, Tanya. Work it. Work it. Work your magic. Because she's in Atlanta, right? Is she in ATL? Oh, Millie lives in Texas. Oh, she she her daughter, Keisha. Oh, that's right. Atlanta. That's right. They moved, they moved to Dallas. They're in Dallas? Because she was doing radio in Dallas, right? Yeah, she yeah. was. You know, one thing. Can I just, one more thing? A, again, you know what? Again, you know what? I know somebody who knows Millie. I'm going to get Millie on the uh, show. Who doesn't know Millie? Oh, yeah. I'm going to get Millie. <laughs> Go ahead. Some of them have never been the same. But I just want to say this again. Shout when you talk about, you know, Portia G and background singers. And I talked, you know, earlier about Millie's daughter, Keisha. Mm-hmm. And like you hear her on a lot of Erica Badu songs, a lot yeah. of Outcast songs. Songs again. She's one of those people that you know is going to probably end up being, you know, the next generation of the Lisa Fishers and people like that that really bring it in yeah. for music. And you just don't know. Yeah, so true, so true. Now you know. The one know. more thing I want to say. Uh, I'm glad we're done. This is the first show we've had. It's been an hour long, and I don't know when. But at eight o'clock, I will be outside with my whistle, with a, with a, uh, a bandana over my face, doing a toot toot beep beep with my old school club whistle for all the first responders and people that are out there making sure uh, we, you know we can eat and that we're being taken care of. So five ones to all of them. My this. cousin Keisha, my cousin Debbie, my cousin Jim, who's a doctor. And I'm sure everybody knows somebody in the medical field. So five on to them, you know, your sacrifice is definitely appreciated. And you know what More I got you, you know who else I got to shout out? I got to shout out all the grocery store workers um, for being on the front line as well. Because that ain't Truck easy. drivers. Truck drivers, the delivery people, but also the folks in the stores. Yeah, they're stocking the shelves. And they cafeteria that's... people in the hospital. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would... Yes. Five on yeah. it. All right, y'all. Um, it's been a blast. Um, big thanks again to Portia G. 
um, yes. for being on today and, and shout out to all my, uh, Bill Withers fans. I know they're out there, lovers of Bill. Uh, greatly appreciate all the music he's done to his family, to Marsha, his wife, uh, the kids. Um, you know, they, they, what an amazing legacy he leaves behind, man. What a, what an amazing legacy, man. Vi man to you, brother. We, we, we pray for you, brother. And, and let me tell you, it, it's, it's a pleasure to have you I back. And, uh, you know, we're, we're you know, you, you the man, bro. That's all I got to say. You the man. Keep doing your thing. Keep, <laughs> keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. Yeah. Hey, like I said, about a one day at a time. One day at a time. One day at a time. And with that, y'all, That's right. episode 27 is in the can, and we are out of here. Peace. Yeah. Peace. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.